Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about how exercise can benefit your stress. Are you ready to do this? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. everybody thank you for joining us today on the senior fitness podcast with meredith i am mike your host and of course we have the guest of honor meredith how are you today i'm good how are you we just want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to this podcast we have a lot of fun doing it before we jump into our topic i just want to put a reminder out there that we do have our youtube channel senior fitness with meredith where we put post videos every week of great workouts you can do in your own home uh, we also have our Facebook page where we'd love to join you and have, have conversations with mm-hmm. you there. And last but not least, we want to invite you to check out our website, mm-hmm. SeniorFitnessWithMeredith.com, where you have all of our curated information, including these podcasts, all of our workouts, all of Meredith's writings, her blogs, and also an opportunity to sign up for our newsletter, which we send out every month to keep you guys up to date. So with that being said, we are going to talk about exercise and stress and the direct mm-hmm. correlation on how exercising can keep your stress levels down. Yes. So mm-hmm. what is your experience, Meredith, with stress and exercise and working with seniors? There's a lot of stress. It's funny because I will say that I used to be naive at the fact that I thought seniors, you get older, you retire easy living, you know, do whatever you want. Every day is a Saturday. There's no stress. The amount of stress that seniors have is tremendous. And it's carried so much differently, of course, as you get older than it is when you're younger and can let some things just roll off the back. So um, having something besides going to maybe a medicine or something like that, having something else that you can rely on to help manage stress is huge. But yes, as far as seniors are concerned, unfortunately, I would say majority have some type of stress and or anxiety and or depression all going hand in hand um, at that stage of their life. What what kind of things do you hear as far as what are their stresses? Is it family related? Is it, you know, uh, medical related? I'm sure you, <laughs> I'm sure you hear a lot of those things. Yes. A lot of it is just change in lifestyle. You know, we, we say um, when we're younger and we have this busy life, you know, nine to five and then home and taking care of kids if you have them or cleaning up after a house of uh, all of the things that we do day to day so busy all the time, well, seniors, all of a sudden, they don't have any of that stuff to worry about. They get complacent and bored, and they wonder what their purpose is, so to speak. Um, That's a huge one, just change in lifestyle overall. Family, with seeing um, partners, spouses, uh, friends around them getting sick, uh, passing away, um, not feeling good, uh, medical-related issues that just cause, of course, you to go down and bring yourself down, and that's going to cause that stress. So, so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, just about anything that we stress out about, <laughs> everybody stresses out about a lot of those things. Yeah, money, money, family, <laughs> yes. I mean, we, we all seniors, do. yes. Yeah. <laughs> So what are some things that help with stress? Let's talk, let's not talk about exercise yet. Uh What are other Mm. things that we can do to help our stress levels? And then we'll jump into the physical fitness Mm. side of it. Right. 
Some things we can do, uh, of course, easier said than done, saying just finding someone to talk to about your stressors, whatever they are, um, breathing through it, maybe stopping, taking your big deep inhales and exhales, realizing that everything is okay. Um, other people are going through it as well. It's not just you. A lot of people do believe that it's just them that are dealing with these problems, but there are, um, ways to talk about it, whether if it's a different type of group. I've noticed in a lot of senior communities, they have grief counseling groups, they have dealing with um, being alone type groups. So different different outlets. And of course, there are medications if you're going through some type of depression and it gets to that point or anxiety that stress can cause, that there are different types of medications that you don't have to think you have to rely on them for the rest of your life, but can help get you to a point um, so you're starting to feel better and can deal with things that are coming your way a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, also, too, having a hobby, yes, something like yeah, that. Something um, else to do. Yes, yeah, things, like things like creative mm-hmm. creative outlets, too, that can also mm-hmm. help with stress. Yes. Um, so, but what we're here to talk about today mm-hmm. is physical fitness and exercise in general. Mm-hmm. How does that help balance out stress levels? Um, of course, you know, we could go into the science part of it, even if if we we wanted to dive (laughs) deep, but in your experience, when you work with seniors and work with anybody that you train with, do you see an effect that, or do you hear from them on how exercising helps them with their stress? Yes, I have actually. And, um, it varies either if you're dealing with just individual one-on-one or in a group fitness setting, um, again, depending on who it is you're speaking to, but say you're in a group fitness uh, setting and you go in, you're kind of feeling down and you see the others around you having a good time, talking, social is such a huge component when it comes to stress. Again, going back to people feel like they're alone, they don't have anyone getting out of your space going and being around other people and realizing that you can also have a good time and smile and talk to others about things you're going through. So that's a huge part, the social part. And again, even with the one-on-one, I shouldn't even say it has to be group fitness. One-on-one, when you're dealing with a client and a personal trainer setting, um, there's still huge conversation that goes on and uh, the person who, the client, so to speak, is going to talk to their trainer and you're going to, they're going to get so much off their chest just by talking about it. Speaking the words, whatever it is that you're going through really, really helps. So again, getting into that, that's not even the exercise part of it. That's just the, the setting itself that's helping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just maybe getting yourself prepared to exercise, right. being around people. Mm-hmm. What about if you just exercise by yourself, you know, at home right. uh, or you go for a walk? What, what, what kind of benefits can you <laughs> reap from that? That is, I see just from people, even when they, yeah, are just walking or something like that. Um, when your body starts to feel better, you start to feel better overall. You feel better about yourself, um, about how you look. Um, say, oh, I started my exercise. Even if you're watching a video, I started and I just didn't think I could get through it and I got through it. Or you, I didn't know if I could walk 10 minutes today and I walked 12. 
you know, you start to feel good about yourself. And that helps with these stress levels that you have because you're thinking about, I can't do it. This hurts, that hurts. Um, This is in the back of my head. I don't know if I should do it right now. Then you do it and you feel accomplished and you feel good and you feel better about yourself at the end of it. Mm -hmm. So again, even in your own home, watching a video or again, going for a walk, like you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and the release of the endorphins that your body (laughs) goes through while you're working out is probably the major cause of you being more relaxed yes that's at the the end of it that's the science behind Mm -hmm, it those mm -hmm. neurotransmitters which are sending out endorphins your brain and body working together and then all of a sudden you start to feel better you scientifically yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) it actually works um and then responding to that and realizing it so you do it again and again and again and it becomes that habit and the stressors do kind of go away, the depression, the anxiety. Mm-hmm. And if you are, you know, severely depressed or or at least struggle with uh, depression and stress mm-hmm. on a daily basis, working out regularly yes. will help manage that. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So let's go ahead and talk about, and, and as Meredith mentioned, we do have a lot of videos on our YouTube channel mm-hmm. that you can do in your own home, as we mentioned earlier, that do help with stress. Yes. A lot of the cardio workouts we have there, mm-hmm. a lot of resistance band workouts, all of these help with stress levels if you stick to them regularly. Yes. And you get that post-workout high that you mm-hmm. feel from these workouts. Yes. So let's dive into some specific workouts that you would recommend that people try if they are feeling stressed out, you know, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. What kind of walk us through what some of your workouts mm-hmm. could be? Mm-hmm. Um. It would range from anyone, and I always will start by saying slow and steady wins the race. So if you're not doing anything, of course, start off slow. Don't think jumping into the hardest level because then you're going to feel down if you can't do it. So remember, do what you can do at this point. And I always say starting with like your stretching work, Um, even just sitting in the chair, and you'll see video-wise we've got many of those. So working on posture, flexibility, stretching Getting those deep inhales and exhales, really focusing on your breath and listening to your body and just slowing everything down, not just the body itself, but the brain activity. We have a tendency to just go, 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 and our brain goes, goes, goes. We're thinking about this and that, darting from one thing to another, even if we're just sitting in a chair. The mind is darting from thing to thing that we need to do or that's going on in our life. Stopping for a minute. And not listening to all of those things. Really just listen to your breath. Just rarely do any of us do that, no matter what age. So I think that is probably one of the best things to do is just sit, listen to your breath, deep inhales and exhales, and then work on some stretching, range of motion, flexibility work. Great place to start. If you're good there, then going into the harder stuff, having fun with some of the dance things, the cardiovascular things that we do. Have the music that we have on and then follow along and get the steps and always having fun with any workout that you do, Um, knowing that the more you do it, the easier it will get and the more you'll enjoy it after that. But always finding something that you like to do also. Um, 
don't make it a chore. We'll say that many times, but especially in this state, don't make it a chore where it's something you feel like, oh, I have to do that daunting task and it's something you, you don't like even when you're finished. <laughs> it's not going to help the body. It's not going to help the brain if you don't like what you're doing. So finding something you do enjoy. And of course, lifting weights is a huge one because I've heard many people who come in with that whole mentality of things are going on. When they focus on something, lifting weights takes their brain and diverts it for that short time to focusing on I'm lifting weights, I'm working this body part, I'm working that. They've, again, bringing that focus to something other than whatever it is that's stressing them out or causing their depression is a huge, huge thing and, and, and any type of exercise, but really lifting weights because you're doing it for certain counts, um, repetition-wise, it, it really helps the brain think about something else. Mm, you, you're kind of forced to, forced to focus on the task mm. at hand, which is lifting, lifting these weights, right. whatever it is, you, you, you definitely take your mind off of the things that are stressing you. Exactly. Um, especially too, if you go back to your cardio exercises, say you're yeah. walking or you're running, these are things that kind of help focus the mind maybe. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Bring some clarity to focusing on one thing. To, mm -hmm. to, to think about or really gathering your thoughts. I mean, I, I guess there's a whole way to go into it, but this, I also wanted to talk about, this is a little off topic, but meditation, mm. meditation, oh, helping with stress. Hand. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's kind of like when I started with the, the breathing, that becomes meditation. That's you're in a meditative state because you're letting your brain slow down. Um, and you're only listening to your breath. When you meditate, you're trying not to think about anything. You're, you're focusing on just relaxing, which is so hard to do. <laughs> but even if you only do it for two minutes of the day, you'll see such a huge impact that it has on your level of stress and anxiety. Just stopping. And then the more, again, that you do it for that two minutes becomes three, becomes five, becomes longer if you have the time and can actually sit still and listen to your breath for that long is very, I, yeah, meditation is a huge, has a huge impact, mm. very beneficial for the body in every way. So it sounds like we have two sides to it where <laughs> you have meditation, which is meant to bring the heart rate down <laughs> to kind of quiet yourself, quiet mm -hmm. your mind and your thoughts. And that helps balance with your stress levels. And then yes. on the other side of the coin, we have things like cardio exercises, uh -huh. which get your heart rate up, up. <laughs> and that gets your helps. blood pumping. Mm -hmm. And that also helps. Yes. with uh, controlling stress and, and, and kind of managing it, mm -hmm. which is, I think, pretty interesting because it's almost as if if you just kind of focus on either relaxing or getting the heart rate up, getting the blood flowing, just something other than sitting there and stressing out. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's such a balance, too, between the two because sometimes workouts can become, um, say, that especially the high-interval type stuff, they can become more of a stress on yourself too because, oh my gosh, I have to do this. This has to be done. Oh, I have to lift this much. I have to do go walk for this long. That can cause stress in and of itself. So if you're already used to doing that high-intensity type stuff, that's when that meditative um, training is really best for you. So you have to balance it out. And then vice versa, if all you're doing is your meditative state exercises, 
let's try and bring that heart rate up and pump it up a little bit if that's not working anymore. We become complacent in our in our workouts even, and they can become a stress because now we're comparing ourselves to the way we were yesterday. So mm-hmm. really um, taking the time to try and balance out the, the slow and fast, so to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just anything other than the, doing the things that cause you to be stressed out right the driving into work yes. the, the other things that just make us the the, the, the daily grinding of the day which yeah. can cause that if you take time for yourself to mm-hmm. either meditate stretch mm-hmm. uh, get your body flexible or do stuff like jogging or walking on the treadmill or, mm-hmm. or getting on the bike right all these things will just definitely help with managing your stress levels yeah. and how often should we be exercising every you know during the week Mm. to help with our stress levels what what's the frequency every day (laughs) um uh, it it still goes back to the the trying to get that that movement in every single day but really using it um not just saying this is going to benefit my whatever it is you're working towards my weight loss my cardiovascular endurance Really using each and every time that you do put movement into your body as a time that you can actually use to de-stress, to get the anxiety and anxiousness out, um, no matter what it is that you're choosing to do. Mm. Using it as a tool in every other way that you're trying to use your exercise for. Mm -hmm. So every day, try to take the time to whether Mm. you're doing... Cardio exercises, (laughs) where you're doing stretching and balance, uh, meditation, a daily activity. Right. Yeah. So, and and because stress is one of these things that everybody has, everybody deals with, and it never really goes away, so to speak. We always are dealing with something. something. We need to have something in our lives to combat that. Mm -hmm. And that is the exercising, the stress balance. Let's talk about really quickly here before we wrap up. What about food, nutrition? Oh, Is that's there any, huge. <laughs> any, 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 any thoughts on that? Um, that's huge because a lot of times when you're more stressed, you have a tendency to eat um, foods that are less healthy for whatever reason that is. So when you eat less healthy, um, you're usually means you're ingesting a lot of sugars, higher fat foods. Those make you feel sluggish. They make you feel tired. When you're more tired, you start to feel more stress. There's science between that as well. You do get more depressed. Then say there's weight gain because of eating those types of food. Now we're getting into that state where we're stressed. What do we do about that? So huge correlation between diet, what we're ingesting, and um, our stress levels. So keeping that, um, maintaining, I should say, a healthy diet where you're eating your good fruits, veggies, your good types of carbohydrates and proteins, of course, is going to be the best best way for you to handle the diet part. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll go back and say that <laughs> eating definitely makes you feel a certain way. Yes. <laughs> um, and if you're not eating healthy foods, at least most of the time, mm-hmm. you'll start to feel unhealthy, Yes, which definitely adds to stress levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I totally see that. Uh. Um, well, I ending on food, let's end on food because that's one of my favorite things. <laughs> yes. So this is a great topic. <laughs> we really appreciate you guys listening to this. Remember to check out our website, our videos on YouTube, sign up for our newsletter, get all the updates on everything we have coming up this year. We got a lot of stuff to give you guys. 
And as always, we really appreciate you listening and we look forward to seeing you, excuse me, hearing you <laughs> or hearing us on the next <laughs> podcast. We'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey a lot easier.